What's up? And welcome to Espresso with Erin and Sarit, the show where you go to gain the confidence and self-empowerment that you need to live your best and most authentic life. Tough love conversations to reveal the simple truths that will transform your relationships, your body, and your bank account. We are your hosts. I'm Erin. And I'm Sarit. And we are on a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, and financial habits that have transformed ours. Good morning. Good morning, you guys. And everybody. Happy whatever day it is today for you. Whatever day it is. I've decided this morning to switch up today's conversation to something that has consumed me over the last couple of hours. And because this is so related to what we teach and literally all of the espressos, the relationship conversations, the mindset conversations, the weight loss conversations, um, and how it is all intertwined, I'm literally going to take you through what is going on in my head. For one, for the intention of you feeling that you're not alone in this. And also for the sake of connecting with you guys on a deeper level, because when we tell you guys that we know where you're coming from and we feel you, but though you're like, yeah, but you don't look like it. It's really hard to believe it. But, you know, because of an experience that happened very recently that I, I feel like most of you guys will be able to resonate with, I was like, you know what? I'm going to get extremely vulnerable. And by the way, I haven't shared this, um, this yet with Aaron for a few reasons, but when I really pinpoint pointed to myself what is happening, which was like two hours ago at the beginning of our workout this morning, I was like, you know what? I'm I'm gonna keep this feeling that I have right now for another two hours just for the sake of being authentic because once I share it one time, when I share it again, it is not going to be the same. So you guys know that this is like a very um just raw, deep, real, um, and also personal story, Um, you know, and the reason why I want to share this with you guys when, you know, it would be more comfortable to just talk about it like over dinner or something is because I know how much value it will add to each and every one of you guys. Um, however, before I get to the story, I want to ask you guys a favor. If you resonated from today's story that I will share with you in just a little bit, please do us a favor and pay it forward and share it with somebody else that you know would resonate with that. That is my reasoning for keeping this in for two extra hours. And we're normally like when... There is something that needs to be talked about. Like Aaron and I, we like, how do you call it? it Let's clear it. <clears throat> yeah, we, we clear it immediately. But I decided to keep it in for two hours just because I wanted it to be authentic and I wanted to share it with you guys. So please, 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 if you would, appre- if you're at any point in time, if you are, appre- if you find that you're appreciating this conversation, just share it with somebody. 
And I want, if, if I may, yeah, would like to share just what's going on inside of me at this moment, because I think it's also something that you guys can resonate with when your partner or when somebody you're close to, somebody you really care about is like, I want to, we need to talk or, um, I have something I want to talk to you about or like this morning, I'm like, you know, what would be a win for you today? And she's like, well, the first thing that I would need to do is share what's on my mind. And I was like, okay, are you planning on sharing that right now? And she's like, no, I'm going to do it on espresso. And you guys have like had butterflies in my stomach the entire time because what goes through our heads, what goes, and I'm sure it's completely fine. I'm sure it's awesome. It's going to add so much value to you. And at the end of the day, I'm not concerned for our relationship, but what goes through my mind is, did I do something? You know, mm-hmm. is it my fault? Mm-hmm. Is it, you know, but, but the reason I'm sharing this is not necessarily that I believe that that's the truth, but initially I think just by default, like these are the things that go through our mind. It's like, did I do something? What did I do? Did I do something wrong? Do I need to make it up? Do I like, uh Oh, and you get butterflies and like, She's already said, I don't know what the fuck she's about to say, but I'm okay with it because I trust her. And if she says it's going to add value to you guys, then listen the fuck up mm-hmm. because I don't even know what's about to come out of her mouth. And that is extremely rare. So, so I want to begin by asking you guys a question. If there was like a, a scale to a weight loss level of crazy. One being, I would say, a typical dude, you just tell them what to do and they're like, okay, I'm just do it and it's going to be fine. And they just follow through. Versus 10, where you've done it all, you've seen you've seen it all, you, you know what your deepest pain points are and they're deep as hell and you've sabotaged so much and it is just like something that scares you immensely. Between 1 and 10, where would you rate yourself? Now, the reason why we have this mission that we have is because you guys, I will tell you that on this level of weight loss crazy, I'm at an 11. The day that I started building momentum and got myself to a place where I finally felt at peace for the very first time in my life. It doesn't matter how many years of education I had in something that was the exact opposite, you guys. I told myself that from the from this day, day on, I commit to being a servant for as many people as I can reach in order to help rid themselves of this pain that I know exactly what that feels like. Because to me, you guys, that pain is an 11. And for the past 24 hours specifically, I was actually physically, mentally, and emotionally being reminded of that pain. When you've been really, really good for a really, really, really long ass time, and you know what are the and you know your darkest, deepest days are and how scary the fuck it is. For anybody who started making progress in their journey, 
I know what it feels like when you start having nightmares of you binge eating or you emotionally eating, and then you wake up and you're like, oh my gosh, this is just a dream. I'm so grateful. But imagine having to relive it all over again. It is an absolute mental fuck. And because I've put together in my head and in my body systems and processes to get as far away from it as I could, and I did, I was reminded of that over the last 24 hours. And it's, it's not a nice place to be in. It is not a nice place to be in. So, you know, if you can resonate with with that feeling that I'm talking about to whatever degree it is, again, I don't know what degree it is for you guys, but to me, when I feel that feeling, it consumes me. It, it like it consumes everything in my life. And because this situation happened during um, a celebratory moment that was actually beautiful, that involved both of us, I also feel, I have felt, not no more, the reason why I don't, because I'm clearing it out, resentment. So last night, when you asked me, are you mad at me? And I said, did I say that? I asked you that? Yes. Okay. Is everything okay? Are you mad at me? Because she she knows my energy so well. And I'm like, I'm I was like, did I do something? Yeah. Like, I'm and I'm like, I'm, and I said, I'm fine. The reason why I said I'm fine is because I haven't fully processed. When you were doing the dishes? Yes. Yeah. I was like, something's off. Like, Something is on? off. But, but because I've been so nonstop and I didn't even have a minute to process it. I didn't know how to express it. So I said, I'm fine because I, I didn't know what to say. So I'm like, just just deal with it. Like figure out what what you have to express and then express it to her. Um, so, you know, I will tell you in just a little bit like what happened over the last couple of days. But, you know. The, re- the reason why we're so passionate about what it, what it is that we're passionate about is because you guys, like when you have this thing in your head and it consumes you to some degree and, you know, it's called just wanting to improve your body. I 100% from my own human experience wholeheartedly believe that the reason why I am so passionate about sustainable weight loss is because to me, it is just a metaphor to momentum for the principles of success in life. Because the day that I got on the right vehicle and stayed on the right vehicle and moved progressively on the right vehicle, I proved to myself that anything is fucking possible. So, you know, the reason why we keep on showing up here for you guys is because we believe that if you 
have weight to lose, it is because deep down you know that you're meant to live a great life and you want to live a great life and there is something that's blocking you. And there ain't nothing wrong with your body. I don't care if you got Hashimoto's. I don't care what, you know, disorder you have. What's wrong is our inability to control and manage our thoughts and our discomfort for expressing them because we don't have the right support system yet. And that is why we have this community for you guys so that you'll never have to be alone. So flashback to the story on Saturday was your birthday Mm -hmm. and we celebrated and it was a great day. And you guys, Erin means so much to me. She really does. And on your birthday, like I said, it like, it's not often enough that I even express how much you really mean to me. And, you know, for the last two years, 2020 and 2019, we didn't even get to celebrate your birthday because we were moving um, during her birthday. And we have, we are actually, we are always, we always have a lot of shit going on, but the next two weeks specifically are just like insanely bonkers. But I was like, it doesn't like, I'm like, none of our professional goals matter if we ain't got one another. Because this is the foundation to everything that we want to pursue in life. So I said, it's inconvenient. Regardless, fuck it. I'm going to take the day off and we're just, and I'm just going to do everything that I can to make Aaron feel special. Um, so we went and we celebrated your birthday. Um, and, you know, I'm at a point in my life where my relationship with my habits is so strong that I don't want to say never, but like self-sabotaging with food or drinks is an absolute non-negotiable. Um, and if I make an exception, it is for a celebratory moment. However, <clears throat> what we can't control is how our body responds to things. But when you have a certain relationship with your body and certain wounds and then you have to deal with it, then that fucking sucks. Is it the three pounds? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So here, so here's what happened on Saturday. Three pounds. Here's what happened on Saturday. And when, and this is why when I tell you guys that I feel you and it, and it doesn't matter where you're at in your journey, whether you got like a hundred pounds to lose 30 pounds to lose, or you just want to lose three pounds. It is all the goddamn same thing. And it's Um, so easy to get, it's so easy to get mentally fucked. It's all a game of momentum. Yes. Yes. I've been mentally fucked. You know know where I'm going. You're starting to put the pieces together. So on Saturday we celebrated um, and we had, I had five drinks that day, which is like a normally the me. amount of drinks that we have in like a month. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a lot for me, but you know, like I, I also had more time on my hands to celebrate. So you know what you guys, when I go at anything in life, I go hard like in five- a sense that I wasn't being like an absolute shit show, but you know, like 
we drank throughout the day. We had a cider um, and we went for a walk on the beach and then we went to this really cute place and we had two margaritas and then um, the bartender we made gave, friends. gave us a shot because we made friends with them. And I was like, whatever, why not? Um, it's clean. And then we went out to dinner to a really nice place that has incredible cocktails and I love a good cocktail. So I had another one, okay? Um, this is like five drinks in like five hours. No, from four hours. No, seven hours. Oh, seven hours. Seven hours. Um, and then when we came home, we had your birthday cake, which I very <laughs> much so wanted to participate in. Um, choices choices yes because the last time i had cake was for my birthday which was 10 months ago um so i was like yeah like you know when when you keep it clean and there's an opportunity you want to indulge okay at least from my own life experience it's not like a once a week or once a month indulgement it's like every so often yeah and erin's the kind of person where when she eats cake she likes to have ice cream with it i think it's an american thing who doesn't uh, but Europeans will just eat cake and drink coffee and it's, it's the combo, the texture, the cold, the, but you're so right. Good. It is so good. so good. It's so good. Um, so she it's got, like cookies without milk. Like what? I'm telling you <laughs> when I grew up, we won't have milk with our cookies. We'll just have cookies. you guys were being deceived at the full experience of eating a cookie. So, so. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I had five drinks that day and I had basically two servings of cake with ice cream. We had one and I was like, Aaron was like, I want more. I'm like, I want more too. So then, you guys, we're human. Like we do the same thing. The, just the difference is when you don't have to like feel bad because you you are so consistent all the time. But in this story, I think the purpose is like, yo, even we can get still mentally fucked because of our past traumas. Okay, continue with your yeah, story. Yeah, Um Not one, but two pieces of cake. So you guys... Yeah, and after after that, we just we we tossed the cake in the trash uh, because again, like out of sight, out of mind. Like you don't even want. I don't know about you guys, but like once I'm done, I don't even want to see that shit because if I see it in my environment, like it will literally, I will feel infested, or um, I don't know what the word is, but I I will feel as if my. <laughs> I call it my virgin environment is, is like getting invaded, invaded, it's getting invaded. And I don't, I do not care to see that shit because once I see it, that is all I think about. Okay. I need filters, like strong ass filters in my life. It's like, if I'm not doing it, I don't want to see that shit. I don't want to hear about that shit. If it, the only time I want to hear about it is if I'm helping somebody through it. Okay. So filters everywhere. Woke up Sunday. And man, just 
when you keep your body running on quality fuel and then you put some like dirty shit in it, you feel it instantly. Just felt foggy and slow. And, you know, I had so much to do that day, which aside from the fact that, you know, like the, the load and the volume of everything that I had to do was stressful to begin with. The fact that I know what I'm capable of achieving when my brain is clear versus when I'm foggy made me have a, huh, maybe you had a little bit too much yesterday. And that's why I also got upset on Sunday afternoon where I had a moment and I'm like, I, I, like I snapped out of it. The more throughout your journey, the more consistent you become, whenever there is a situation that's going to knock you off, you're able to bounce back way faster. So I had like a little like <sighs> cry baby moment on Sunday evening. A and temper I, tantrum. Yeah. And, and I snapped <laughs> out of it in like five minutes. In the past, that temper tantrum would have led to me needed, needing to comfort and food, which would have led to me binge eating for the rest of the night, which would lead to me waking up with a food coma, um, which would basic after a food coma, which would lead to that same cycle that I just took myself through. And I'm like, get me the fuck out of here. That's like mental jail. Which is what leads to the phrase that we all know, and it comes in different variations, either... I eat because I'm fat and I'm fat because I eat or I eat because I'm unhappy and I'm unhappy because I eat. Yes. However you want to roll it. Vicious, vicious cycle. Okay. So, um, snapped out of it, had a really productive Sunday, but then we, we've been going to bed way later than we normally do just because we are at a, we have this point where we have just a lot of really big projects with a deadline that are just coming up and it's like, like and it's weeks, all like not two one week after another after another so it's just kind of like endless it's like um, move growth con live event filming yeah like just yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah it's like just when you think that you're caught up with something just kidding not really um <laughs> but you know it, it, we we put ourselves through it um gratefully so so it's totally fine but you know that is because we have a high tolerance to positive pressure now when you put yourself in situations that lower your performance when you are at high pressure moments then that leads to moments of doubt that leads to moments of anxiety which could potentially lead to you going back to that same goddamn place that you're trying to get yourself out of. And it's a pattern. It's a pattern. It's a pattern. And that is the importance of self-awareness. So on Monday, because I'm at a point in my life where self-sabotage is a non-negotiable, because I know how bad is my bad. I know how to get away from my bad. Intentionally, I will not put myself in a place that will get me there because... I just don't want to handle the vicious cycle. Um, and I mean, also with you guys, there's so many people counting on me. Like, imagine if I would go like an entire day not responding to Voxer. Like, it's a, it's a non-negotiable. So anyways, um, Monday morning, I was like, you know what? Like, based off of how I felt yesterday, mental fogginess, like, I'm, I know I'm inflamed as fuck. I can just feel it. So let me just confront that moment. Let me confirm it with... Confront, not conf... You, confirm. Well, yes. 
Yes. Uh, let me confirm how I'm feeling by getting out the scale. The scale. The scale. Oh, the fucking scale. God damn it. Um, the ruiner of lives. So. It's all up here. Took out the scale. And that's what I'm telling you. It doesn't matter where you're at in your journey or what the number is. Because when I will tell you the number that I saw, you're going to be like, oh my gosh. Like, I can't believe you're like bitching about it. But I'm like, but I'm comparing myself to my higher self, not to anybody else at this point in my life. So that's why it's relative. Right. And it's mental. Because the scale will go up and down depending on so many variables on an hourly basis. Yeah, but I mean, on Saturday, I did myself real good between the alcohol, between the gluten, and between the sugar. I'm like, <laughs> and it doesn't matter what supplements I take. When you keep a very um, clean diet, and then you put an, uh, an you know, like an inflammation causing food in your body let alone three in one day, it's like, and, and you're pretty small and lean, like you see the changes immediately. It's bonkers and I hate it. And that's why for me, I would rather go through the sanity of being boring with my eating than the mental havoc that I've been causing for myself the last 72 hours because of this fun event. Because yes, I had seven fun hours, but I had 72 hours of torture. And that I fucking hate. So, um, stepped on the scale first thing Monday morning and I'm up. I went up from 123.2 to 125.7. And I'm like, definitely inflamed. Also, at this point in my life, I know how to manipulate my body very, very well, really, really quickly, where by midweek, I'm like back to where it is. So again, just for accountability, this morning, stepped on the scale again, up 0.1 pound, 125.8, went completely bonkers. So last night, you know, both Aaron and I are working on different projects. So yes, we're in the same house, but we didn't see each other. Almost but unless it's dinner time, like we actually don't get to talk to one another at all because she's on calls. I'm on calls and we're just doing different things. And because we've um, been just doing everything that we can to get ahead with all these projects that we have coming up. We've been staying up later and, and last night, Aaron was like, it doesn't matter what I'm actually going to do, going to go to bed at 9 p.m., which she did. But because we also didn't communicate all day yesterday, we had a misunderstanding and I was figuring out my own mental shit that's been going on and brewing for the last 48 hours um, and I have no idea. Meanwhile, you had no idea. Meanwhile, and then you took yourself to bed, which you rarely ever do. And without her. yeah. Right. So to me, I'm like, 
Now I'm mad because had it not been for a fucking birthday, I wouldn't have to go through this shit, which sounds extremely selfish. And I know that I am. I know that I am. And that's why when it comes to me environmentally auditing, I'm like a fucking hawk because I know how bad is my fucking bad. And that is torture. But that's also the blame game because you have choices. Not right. Because. And I didn't want to blame you. It's because not because of such a, a gift. It's not because of a birthday. It's because you chose to eat cake. Right. right. It's because I was like, I'm just going to celebrate with her instead of setting a boundary because I thought that I was going to be okay. No, I am not. Um, so last night things, you know, I started processing, processing things because guess what? I had 30 minutes to myself to eat by myself, which I was rushing through dinner. And that's why I felt fucking guilty because I'm like, Bitch, you don't deserve to eat because you're two and a half pounds heavier than what you should be. Does that sound familiar to you guys? But I, but I ate anyways because I know I need to eat. But my head's like, no, bitch, you don't deserve to eat. And that's why last night I had nightmares about eating shitty food because I felt guilty about eating my dinner over chicken thigh and salad. Um, so... You know, I had 30 minutes to myself to just like think like, what, what are you feeling? What's going on right now and whatnot. And this morning when we were working out, I had a aha moment. And that's why I was so fucking mad. Like, it's like, I wanted to be by myself, but I, but I wanted to be around you the whole time. And I was just like, I was like, I know why I was like, I'm being resentful because I am hating my body right now also i was wearing lululemon crops which are very tight and when you're feeling fat and that shit is tight you're being reminded every millisecond that you're a fat piece of shit these are the stories that go through my head you're a fat piece of shit i'm not saying it to you guys but this is but this is how i talk to my lower self and that is why you guys i keep things clean because my bad is fucking bad so I'm like, you're a fat piece of shit. You're a fat piece of shit. You're a fat piece of shit. And that's why I was like, you know what? I just, I was recollecting my thoughts and I'm like, okay, this is what's happening. You are just feeling resentful towards Erin because you celebrated in her birthday. You got super inflamed. You have two big events coming up, which... You want to feel your best at, but when your body doesn't feel at its best, you can't feel at your best. So now you feel as if you're lower than and your self-confidence is lower because of that. So you, you can either add value to others by sharing your story and hope for the best, or you can just keep on moping around, do something about it. So I was like, you know what? I'm onto something. Let me share this with you guys because I'm going through mental turmoil and I probably, and I probably will. I I'm just praying and hoping to God that I will be back to being myself for the next 48 hours. But either way, I'm going to do the best that I can. But I know that speaking up about it, for one, is healing. Um, for two, I know that it will add value to you guys. Um, and for three, I just know myself that I will bounce back. I just hope that it will be within two days. However, if it doesn't, then 
shit. I'm going to feel like a fat piece of shit in front of a couple thousand people. Um, and I'm going to just have to take it. I have something to say. Mm -hmm. In fact, I have a lot of some things to say. And this espresso with Aaron Sarit is going to transition for a moment into espresso in Aaron's church. And Sarit gets to take the words as well. Because my words, I hope and desire will be healing, not just for Sarit, but for all of you. Not just for all of you, but also for Sarit. Because you guys, we're all human. We all are susceptible to the same thoughts to the same negative self-talk, to the same guilt, to the same shame, to the same um, anxiety. And we are also all capable of the exact opposite. Sarit's gonna snap out of this today because Sarit has a very special practiced ability to self-analyze and control her state. Mm -hmm. Now, from a person who took the same actions on the same day at the same time, the only difference was I chose not to have the last drink because I felt in my body, I know myself, and I thought if I have this drink for one, I'm not going to thoroughly enjoy it because I'm at a certain point right now to where if I consume this drink, I'll probably not be able to get to sleep well and I will not feel good. And I refuse to ever get myself into that position with alcohol. It was a difficult decision because she was drinking hers. We already paid for We already ordered it and we're going to pay for it. And I chose not to drink it hmm. because me being able to go to sleep without fucking spinning around in circles meant more than however much that drink costed. Now, there's two reasons we get on the scale. Usually, this is not all the time, but usually when it is our choice to step on the scale, it's either because we want to confirm how much of a piece of a shit we feel because of our actions the day before or because we're hoping that the actions we took have given us progress in a way that will be confirmed from a number on the scale. We're either expecting an up number or a down number, right? And I saw a lot of you commenting saying, oh my God, that was me. I stepped on the scale, it's up five pounds, oh, this and that. Yeah, me too. If you're, you're either stepping on the scale because you want to confirm a higher number or hope for a lower number, usually. And if what happens after you get on the scale, um, if your actions after you get off the scale are determined by what the scale says, smash your fucking scale. doesn't matter if it goes up or down. I don't care if it's good, amazing, phenomenal results. If your actions based off of a number that you see, data that varies based off of so many different things, dictates what you do next, throw it away. You, 
need to dictate from your internal feelings what needs to happen next. That's how you get consistent. You look at the scale and then you base your actions from what you see on the scale and then you end up doing you end up doing this cuz you're like, "Ah, this isn't working." <clears throat> Bucket. And then you go back the other way and so many times it breaks my heart. What happens? This happened with me too. Lose some weight, step on the scale or get tired of what you're doing or whatever. It's not sustainable. Okay, screw it. Eat a bunch of stuff, gain even more weight than when you started this last time. Okay, now I'm uncomfortable again. This is shitty, blah, blah, blah. Okay, now I'm going to lose some weight. Cool. Get on the scale. Ah, it's not moving fast enough. Even if you lost like two pounds, you're like, I expected five. This sucks. This isn't working. Or maybe you've been gaining weight, but you didn't lose any weight. So now you're upset. Like all these scenarios happen and then our actions become dictated by that. If that's you, you need the scale needs to go away just like the cake. It's a temptation. I'm not done. Aaron's church is not over. When you get emotional, it's easier to blame something else than it is to look inside yourself. When you get extremely emotional and you're so charged by your emotions and your feelings, it's easier to blame something else. Self-analysis is a superpower. And it's uncomfortable as shit sometimes. Mm -hmm. Because you have to confront yourself. You have to confront the negative thoughts that you have. So, so learn how to ask yourself why. Why am I feeling this way? Why did I do this behavior? What caused that? What triggered me? What was it something that somebody said? Why, why is what they said? Why, why did what they say triggered me then to feel like I needed to behave this way? Why, and just ask yourself questions about yourself. Why, 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 why? This morning I wrote down, um, I wrote down, I had this thought like be wise B W H Y S not W I Z E Z S E gosh spelling is not my forte but I fixed myself at least B wise W H Y S like figure it out why am I thinking this way why am I behaving this way why am I acting this way why am I upset why do I feel uh, triggered? Because when you can then look within, you have the ability to then think a little bit more logically rather than emotionally. And they're both good, both necessary. You need to have emotion and you need to have logic. But if you go all one way or all the other way, you either become inhuman or you become irrational to the point of destruction. All logical, now you're not like, now there's just like no feeling nothing, right? All emotional, you're completely irrational to the point of destruction. The balance is amazing. I don't deserve. Let's talk about self-talk. I've had my moments too. 
and I have to catch myself on fat. <laughs> Based off of what? Like, you're extremely healthy, <laughs> you know? And like, just, it's a standard. Whatever your standard is, and the thing with people who always want to get better is that your standard keeps increasing. So you're almost never meeting it. So you have to come to a happy place with yourself where you understand, yes, I have a higher standard and you're okay with the fact that you're not there. I ate the cake too. I had the drinks too. I had the ice cream too. Why didn't I respond the same way? I've also had a similar past history and trauma as Sarit with emotional eating, binge eating, yo-yoing, uh, you know, almost like starving yourself and then like overeating and just this back and forth, right? But in my own mind, it's a matter of, yes, you want to be better, but you are incredible the way that you are because you want to be better. Now, you're even more incredible when you can consistently align your actions with the new standard that you have, your higher self. Who am I speaking to right now? My higher self or my lower self? Who am I speaking about right now? From what person am I speaking from right now? My higher self or my lower self? There's beauty in I am enough, but there's also um, there's also complacency in I am enough. Mm -hmm. So you have to decide if you have a higher standard, yes, you're still awesome the way that you are and you're exactly where you need to be right now for some reason. However, it is not a bad thing to want to be better. It's not a bad thing to want to get in better shape. To get in better shape maybe means you need to lose weight. It's not a bad thing to want to lose weight because you want to live longer, because you want to be a good example for your kids, because you want to feel more confident, because you want to go to the, you want to go shopping and not have to try on 13 different things just to find out which thing hides your fat better than the other thing. Like all of that, we all want that, of course. But how we talk to ourselves, how we analyze and figure out the root of why I'm feeling what I'm feeling, why I'm struggling internally, why I'm having a hard time, is all so valuable, superpower valuable. And then ask yourself this at the end of the day. And even if you guys want to be like wicked cool, I want you to write down today, what does your best self look like? And how does your best self deserve to be talked to? And what in life does your best self deserve? So first you have to figure out like, who is that? What does that look like? Who is my best self? What are, what are these character traits? What are these uh, behaviors I have? What are the, you know, what are the things that I do? What, what are, are my thoughts about myself in your best self? What do I look like physically? Uh, where am I at in my career, my relationships, my marriage, whatever, right? Write that down, like figure out what that is. 
And then if you can come in awareness every single day with who that person is, and then ask myself, who, how, how does this person deserve to be talked to? How would this person act? What would this person say? How would this person behave? How would my higher self live today? And then act as if. And if you can go to bed at night saying truly, 100%, yes, I acted as if I am my higher self. Then no... Um, no failure that you had that day um, can imprison you because you showed up as the best that you could. And there is literally no more that can be asked. And that doesn't mean you're perfect. That means you did your best with what you had. That means you did your best with whatever cards were dealt to you that day. And that's all I got to say. So, you know, one of the things that I admire about you is that like when it, when it comes to your ability to manage through um, an episode of compromised experience, like in the in the food anything consumption department, like you're just so level headed. You know, I know my superpower. Because I also know my weakness. I'm very aware of my weakness. And my weakness is weak. And we all have our own different relationship with food and body image and whatever. And, you know, it doesn't matter what anybody will tell me. Like, oh my gosh, like... 125.7 it's not about it's not about the scale it is about knowing what my body is capable of and me going against it the reason why i'm fully aware that i'm obsessed highly obsessed with my body looking a specific way is because When I feel confident in my body and experience has, has proven to me that too, when I feel confident in my body, I make magic happen. I make the impossible become possible. But when I don't feel confident in my body, it doesn't matter how good shit is, it takes me back to that day where I had no confidence, where everything in my life was an absolute mess, where I didn't even want to get up or just even deal with the day. Just complete shame, anxiety, um, 
self-hate, to be absolutely honest with you guys. I started finding self-love when I learned how to sustainably manipulate my body, when I learned how to take care of my body and also manipulate it to my advantage. The reason why I, did, I wasn't able to do that for so long is because I did it in a wrong way. So every time I would manipulate it some way, it went back to default. And that's why it's important to align the mental with the emotional with the physical. But to me, the reason why staying on track is so important is because it is, it's, it's a symbolism of everything else that is going on in my life. So to me, the reason why I'm upset when I'm doing my workout and I'm feeling like a fat piece of shit and then the wind is blowing and my crop top is going up and I'm like, now you have to see that fat piece of shit. I put on a pair of pants yesterday and I was like, oh, fuck Gosh, <laughs> what a on. nightmare. It's, it's so on. embarrassing. It's embarrassing is what it is. It's just like <laughs> nasty. It's but. all, it's all, you know, it's all relative and it all it, like you have to, you have to analyze and be like, okay, why am I having these feelings and who is my higher self and how do I live into that right now? Knowing and accepting and being okay with the fact, being happy about who I am, where I'm at, knowing I'm going up. Yeah. So the reality is, is that I know I'm going to snap out of it and it's only a matter of time. But my point for sharing this story is because it doesn't matter where you're at in your journey, whether you're very first starting, whether you've been good for three months, whether you've been good for a year. This, like... Just because you achieved something, and this is for those of you guys who are more like progressed, just because you achieved something doesn't, doesn't mean shit. It could be like taken away in an instant. I ate a piece of cake. My body now looks like a piece of shit, at least for me. You guys will say, I can't see it. Look, when, when you critique yourself, you have a different set of eyes. You have like laser vision. You know what and to look like out for. And it's like 10 times more exact. Oh, it's nasty. Yeah. And you know what, Danita said, Danita said, oh, Sarit seeing herself three pounds heavier, like I can't imagine what she would think pic seeing pictures of me. You guys, it's all relative. You guys, I it's don't think that relative. way about you because I, you are your own worst critic. Yeah, it's all relative. Now, don't, don't, don't expect for me to feel towards you how I feel towards myself because... It is your responsibility to live your best life. It is my responsibility to live my best life. And you know what? Also so I'm, I'll never feel that way towards you, nor will I, will I ever talk to you that way. But when I talk down on myself, which I don't anymore unless I feel like a fat piece of shit, I'm nasty to myself. But because I know that that ain't right, I don't do things that will make me talk to myself like that. Because it's demeaning. When I'm bad, you guys, I'm fucking bad. But, you know, I will never think that about you. What I do think about you 
is that if you're coaching with me, take every single word that I say with real importance because my best intention is to help you feel your greatest version of you because I know what it feels like to feel like you're like you're just cruising on momentum and you're your highest form of you. And I know what it feels like when you feel the on, like you're on the opposite side. It's the worst feeling ever. And for me, that's mental jail. And that affects every area of my life. It affects my relationship with Aaron. It affects my relationship with me. It affects my workout because instead of pushing harder, I, all I care to think about is how the breeze is fucking like blowing up my shirt and I'm feeling like a fat piece of shit. It's affecting every area of my life. It's consuming me. It's all relative. Here's an example. If you used to weigh 250 pounds and now you weigh 200 pounds, you probably have a lot more confidence than you did 50 pounds ago. Okay, if you were 180 pounds and now you're 140, you probably have a lot more confidence than you did 40 pounds ago. It's the same shit, different numbers. And we all have the same problems, just different details. And I have talked with so many of you recently about the inner circle and there is nothing that I can say. There are no amount of words that can be organized well enough to explain the transformative power of the fucking inner circle program. It is a, an investment. It is $1,500 for 12, for 12 weeks, for three months. But how much is it worth? Because these are the things you get to overcome. You are not just what you eat and you are not just how you work out. This whole episode explains you are so much more. Like 90% of it lives in here. 10% of it is the actions taken based off of what the fuck happens upstairs. According to Dr. Leaf, it's 99. Okay, according to Dr. Leaf, it's 99. Even more. <laughs> but... You understand the point. So if you're, if you're like, look at the comments. If you've been considering the inner circle, I don't mean to turn this into a sales pitch, but fuck, I don't care. Because I know it's it can change truth. your life. If I, have, truth. if I have, a, if you're drowning in the ocean and I have something that I can throw to you and you can like grab onto it, shame on me to just go in the boat like, bye, good luck. <laughs> If you need help with this stuff, guys, like talk, talk to somebody who's commented, who's in the inner circle. If you're in the inner circle, say me. And if you're willing to like share your experience with somebody else, then say, talk to me. I don't know. And if you guys need help with this and you're not like you've tried over and over already other things, stop trying to do it by yourself. Sustainability and progress and mental reprogramming. Look at these people. 
Tammy, Daisy, Jessica. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the power of leaning in. It's true. Stacy, Crystal, if you, like email admin at, at erinandserie.com if you have more questions. Valerie. Like it's, it's so much, it's so much up here. And then the strategies that you use have been so conditioned to think that the way that you have to do this game is to be miserable. That the way that you, that you lose weight is I must not be able to eat carbs. I must not be able to have sugar. I must not be able to drink. I must not. And it's all avoid, 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 avoid. Don't have, don't have, don't have, don't have, don't have. Those, those are the things, especially when you don't have a solid foundation or discipline. Those are the things that lead to self-sabotage. And that's what takes you to feeling that feeling that I've been feeling over the past couple of days. Now, here's the thing. My standards are extremely high and I'm fully aware. And, you know, that is not most people. But to me, that is, you know, put inserting myself in this environment is a correlation of what my self-sabotage bouts or just my binge or emotional eating bouts used to feel like. So in my brain, that's immediately what my brain goes back to that time in my life. And that is why also I want to say something else about the scale. You guys, by the end of the day, there is nothing wrong with the scale. The scale just tells you the truth and the truth fucking hurts. And that's why we have a hard time with it. Now, the reason why in our programs, we don't have you step on the scale all the time is because there's so much physiologically that goes into body transformation that the scale alone doesn't show. However, my reasoning for stepping on the scale on Monday is because I had to confront my truth. And I'm at a point in my life where when I confront my truth, I'm not just, you know, going to act like an asshole and self-sabotage. I'm just like, I need to understand what is going on because I need to collect data. Because if you're self-aware and you're in a constant uh, point of self-analysis, then when you did something that's not in alignment, it is important to confront the situation because for every action, there is a reaction. Okay, so now here's the thing. From having five drinks, most of you guys, you're not even going to feel it. You're not, you're, you're not going to gain three pounds. Um, however, you know, like I put myself in an environment that exposed me to inflammation. And because my body is used to being so clean and acting like a machine, when I put dirt in it, mm. it... It, it like it backfires on me now for me because my most accomplished moments in life have have happened you know over the past 10 years after I figured out the way when I'm not feeling like my best self physically it takes me back to a point where I don't feel like my best self mentally though I'm fully aware that this is just a story that I'm telling myself because, you know, my, my current physiology is just taking me back to an experience. So, you know, it is full self-awareness and self-analysis of, you know, just, you know, knowing my story, my strengths and my weaknesses and what is going on. And that's why I know that I will snap out of it. But that is why you guys like protecting your environment, your mental, your emotional, your physical environment is literally the most powerful thing. It is the hardest thing, but the most powerful thing that you can do. And that is exactly why, you know, 
I don't care how somebody will feel when my environment is compromised. I'm going to be like a hawk when it comes to my relationships. That's why, like, if there's no value being added, cut, cut that shit. Because in my mind, I go immediately to that bad place. Food, cut that shit. The, the only food that is not in alignment in our house is our wedding cake because on our one year anniversary, the top of it. Yes, we're gonna have a piece of cake. That shit from traveled a, with us all yeah. the way from the other side of the country. Right, right. <laughs> but that is the only thing. But because the correlation with it, the correlation of it is a good experience and a good memory, like I don't see it as trash. I see it as a symbolism of unity. We also have alcohol in our house, but it's like, that's not a, it's not a trigger. It's not a, it's alcohol not a temptation. Alcohol is not a trigger. However, a I, I will tell you this for the sake of my um, environmental well-being and sanity for the next couple of weeks. Like, I don't care what we have going on. I'm not fucking drinking because... I will support you drinking, but I need to do this for me. Oh, of course. Um, but I'm not fucking drinking. And you guys, this is the power of a supportive partner. Yeah. But, but when I'm not being my best self for me, when I'm not feeling internally right, I'm not being my best self for her either. And... You, you, your standards are ridiculously high and it might be easy to be like, oh my God, there's no way I can have those standards, like whatever. And you shouldn't compare yourself to me either. Hold on. So this has been an evolution. Two, three years ago, we did not have the same standards we have today. It's an evolution. As you reach a new height, you find, like you can visualize another new height. And then when you reach that one, you can visualize another one. It's like... The pot of gold at the end of the rainbow keeps moving. Just keep chasing it. Don't ever expect to catch that shit. But be okay. Keep chasing it. When you keep chasing, that means you have a purpose. And when you have a purpose, you get more excited. You have something to do. You're working towards a goal. There's less room for other things like boredom and depression and stuff like that because you're focused on I got to accomplish a thing. Humans need a purpose. And so once you reach a, a certain new level, before you even reach that level, look for the next one. Hmm. And then look for the next one and then look for the next one and then look for the next one. Like our potential is we will never reach it. Nobody will ever reach an ultimate potential, I don't believe. Because I think humans are capable of so much that that as long as you keep raising your standard, you're going to keep meeting it because your level of belief is so high because you've already achieved each step on the way up. Nothing can stop me now. Yeah. If you're at a point in your life where you're comfortable or you think you're like the best that you can be, then I will tell you that... We, we need to audit your environment because your standards are too fucking low. That's just being me being brutally honest with you. Look, I know that I'm brutal. And for those of you guys who are working with me, you know, like I will do everything that I can to pull you up. I'm, I miss tough love. You know, if you work with me, I'm not here to make you feel 
good in the moment. I'm here to make you successful because that is my duty and obligation. It's not let's sing Kumbaya together. Yes, there's moments where you need Kumbaya, but for the most part, you need to learn the truth and you need to learn the discipline in order to create sanity and structure and a purpose in your life. And I know all of that because I've been through all of that. And on a day-to-day basis, it's hard to see. So, you know, because I was taken back by this moment that was so beautiful. And I want you to know that has nothing to do with you. And I don't regret, you know, doing what we're doing. But I'm just, I'm, I'm not feeling great about my body. And I have certain outfits that, you know, are, are meant to flaunt my body. Like, that's why I'm feeling the way that I'm feeling. Because if I don't show up, in front of people who mean a lot to me as my best self, then I feel like I won't be able to speak or act from my higher power. I know what my lower power is and my lower power is an absolute fucking shit show. And I don't want to see or experience that thing again, which is why I'm not going to have any alcohol. You know what though? And this conversation could go on forever because now I'm wondering what in your subconscious was going through your head when you were consuming cake and ice cream? Subconsciously, were you thinking this is going to make me fat? Oh, every time, every time I, I, so, and I so look very extreme, but so, I know that, but look, if you, if you think it, it will become, if you think it hard enough and you believe it, strong enough, it will become the truth. Yes, there's also science. However, when you are so clean, so consistent all the time, two pieces of cake and five drinks one day, I guarantee you Sarit is not three pounds fatter. Yeah, no. Maybe, if anything, it's like point one or two pounds mm-hmm. of fat. Maybe, if that, if that. But because it's so in your head, Uh you're like, you're eating the cake thinking this is going to make me fat. Okay. Yeah. Good. No wonder the next day you're three pounds. And then you're still thinking that, okay, now you're even heavier. Like it's, it's, it's so like, yeah, you have to also think I, sometimes I think to myself when I'm eating certain things, it's even hard if I'm eating nuts and I have like a dried cranberry, the thought could go through my head too. And I'm like, you know what? It's not going to do shit. That's not going to do shit. Like I'm, I'm a boss. I'm lean as shit. I'm strong. I'm confident. I love who I am. I'm like, and I start literally saying these things to myself in that moment so that I can then wake up the next day and still feel that. But you also know when you are just being completely disrespectful to yourself. There's a difference in celebration and then just eating just to eat. And even if it's good food, but unnecessary, you know, you're still just eating just to eat. And it's that thought that starts to wreak havoc. So... So now that you know what I had to say. So oats are not your problem. Sweet potatoes are not your problem. Yeah. No. Carrots are not your problem. Peas are not your problem. Corn is not your problem. 
like starchy vegetables are not your problem. But if you could clean up your diet and you're still choosing not to, that is your problem. If you could and you're making the choice not to, then you're just not going to get your, your, the results that you get are going to be based off of the actions that you've taken. So that's what I have to say about your body is just a reflection of where you're at in your life. That's it. And, you know, I just felt like at such a heightened state, you know, leading up to that inflammation. And that's why it's a mental fuck. Because now I'm like, okay, momentum stopping from any area of your life, which I know consciously is not the truth. But I told you guys, like when you are at a level of crazy... Um, you do everything that you can to avoid that part of you. Um, so that is all just being fully transparent and real. Um, you know, it's not about the weight that you lose, but it's about who you become in the process. And it don't matter how long you've been at it. There's always more room for growth. Always. You're hearing this from us. Live, raw, real, in person. You guys, please, 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 like if you gained one, if you, if you agreed or connected with one thing that was said on the episode today, please do us a favor and pay it forward, please, so that people can hear the fucking truth. Macros ain't your problem, keto ain't your problem, the scale ain't your problem. This is what you need to learn to manage and control. And when you do that, and when you learn to make, and when you become okay with making the right decisions consistently, not just your body will change, but your entire life will fucking change. That's that. Anything else? This is how I feel after that call. All right, you guys, that being said, we hope that you have a beautiful day. We hope that this conversation will help you to get over the hump um, and add more value to others. We, we appreciate you for taking your time to just, you know, hear this message and be a part of this community. Really, you know, we want to do everything that we can to provide you with the tools to become your best you because honestly, life is too short. Done? All right, you guys. Take care. Bye. Thank you for listening to Espresso with Erin and Suri. On your way out, be sure to check out our website, erinandsuri.com, to keep up to date with what we have going on and maybe grab some free stuff. And if you feel so inclined, hop on over to leave us a five-star review. Wink, wink. And remember, life is more fun when you subscribe to Erin and Suri.